instead of always looking for what's wrong here, what's the problem here, I want you to start asking yourself, what's the opportunity here? That question is so powerful because it leads your mind back to your vision. Asking yourself, what do I desire to create next here? What's the opportunity here? How do we grow from this? Those questions lead you back to your vision, lead you back to your intention of the business that you desire to create and the life you desire to have versus just being a victim of your problems. That's how we beat the negativity bias. So in today's episode, I want to talk about the seven ways that creative entrepreneurs give away their power in the business. Seven ways and ways in, in, in which you might be giving away your power in your business. And this is important because the more we give away our power, the less effective we are as leaders, the less likely we are to create what we really want in the business. And the opposite of that is the more in power we are, the more we feel at the cause of our business, the more we are running our business instead of it running us, and the more we are at the helm as the creative CEO of our business, of your business. And so there's seven ways that I wanted to share with you today that I see time and time again in myself, as well as a lot of my clients um, and, and just, just people you know, in general. This is a very normal thing. It happens to all of us. But that's the beautiful thing. Just because it's normal doesn't mean it's necessary. Just because it's normal and everyone is struggling with it doesn't mean that's the way it has to be. And we can choose, as soon as we become aware of how we're giving away our power, we can choose to take it back. We can choose to take back our power and get back to being the best we can possibly be so the business thrives. And so our vision is able to come to life and become a reality. So that's my goal today is to share with you these seven things, these seven ways we get in our own way, seven ways we give away our power, especially as entrepreneurs, especially if we're creative business owners, when we are putting ourselves out there, when our business is in many ways an expression of who we are, whether it's a service you provide or or maybe there's a product that you make or you're really putting, you're just putting yourself out there. You, me, we're the most susceptible to these seven ways of giving away our power. We do get in our own way, and it doesn't have to be that way. So let's get into those. What are the seven things, the seven ways we get in our own way, the seven ways we give away our power? Number one is, we'll call it, we all have what's called in psychology a negativity bias. And what it really says, means, is the the bad always has more weight than the good. So the bad in the world, the bad in our business, the problems, the challenges, the obstacles always have more weight than the good things. So what that means is that's where our focus is always going to go. It's it's going to naturally go go towards the challenges and obstacles. And that's just kind of a human tendency to be aware of. But here's the thing. If you allow that negativity bias to drive you and your focus continues to just continue to go towards the problems and obstacles and challenges in your business, well, that's exhausting. So if you're going through your day feeling exhausted and and feeling like this is one grind day in, day out, and you're tired, where is your focus? 
are you focused on the bad? Are you focused on the challenges and struggles and obstacles and problems? Because it's only normal if that's where your focus, you're going to feel exhausted by those, stressed by those, anxious about those. And at what cost? At what cost? You know, the bad has more weight than the good, which it means we're going to be focused and fixated on problems. And here's the thing. We oftentimes mistake problem solving with actually creating our vision. Because here's the thing. If we're just focused on problems and solving problems, there's an endless supply of problems in any business. If you've ran a business, been a part of a business, led a business for any period of time, you know problems are all over the place. But here, here's the other thing. You can fix all those problems and exhaust yourself fixing problems, focusing on, on all the bad outcomes that, that have happened or might happen and try to hedge your bets and, and be safe and, and fix all those. You can fix all your problems and still not be any closer to achieving your vision, to creating more of what you desire to see in your business. That's just a fact, all at the, the expense of that negativity bias. So where is your attention? And I'm going to give you one simple thing you can do with number one. Each one of these, I'm going to try to give you a tip or something to just help you kind of fight against some of these human tendencies that are not serving us. So because we have a negativity bias, Instead of always looking for what's wrong here, what's the problem here, I want you to start asking yourself, what's the opportunity here? That question is so powerful because it leads your mind back to your vision. Asking yourself, what do I desire to create next here? What's the opportunity here? How do we grow from this? Those questions lead you back to your vision, lead you back to your intention of the business that you desire to create and the life you desire to have versus just being a victim of your problems. That's how we beat the negativity bias. Let's go to number two. The number two, the second way I see creative entrepreneurs get in their own way, give away their power, is what I'll call black and white thinking. Black and white thinking. There's a right way and there's a wrong way. And that's that. And so naturally, what happens to us oftentimes, and if you've ever felt stuck, if you've ever felt stuck in your business, <laughs> which we all have, yeah, it's always something where we just feel stuck. I want you to take a look at your thinking. Are you falling into this trap of black and white thinking? Because oftentimes we feel stuck because, well, there's option A. That's, that option stinks. And then there's option B, I don't really like that one either. Well, then here we are, we're stuck because there's, we're, we're seeing there's, there's a right and a wrong and we're trying to play mental ping pong, trying to figure out which one is the right one, the wrong one, and we can't make a decision. And this black and white, right, wrong thinking is keeping you trapped and keeping you from moving forward because here's the thing, that is a myth. There is no such thing as, right and wrong, black or white. I mean, there just isn't. Some of you might want to argue with me, but fine. I mean, that's just limiting you. That's just limiting you because there is a multitude of right directions. Multitude. Like look out into the entrepreneurial landscape, into your industry, whatever it is. Look at all the players out there. Everyone is unique. Nobody's followed the same exact path. There is no such thing as a blueprint. And frankly, 
I've wrestled with this in my space as a coach because there's so many people out there like, hey, let me show you the, 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 the blueprint, the way, the process, you know? And yes, there is some, some common threads that we can learn from, but don't let it diminish who you are because you have a, your own unique greatness within you. And until you own that, you're always going to be fighting what's the right decision, wrong decision, and kind of stuck in neutral. Here's the thing. The question here's instead of asking what's the right or wrong decision here, I want you to start asking yourself what what would serve me the most here? What would light me up the most here? What would I get the most excited about? Which option? You know, the question of if I knew option A or option B would succeed equally. Like there is no such thing as failure. I know already that there is no way I will fail at either one of them. Which one would you choose? This is what I want you to do. I want you to think about what serves me here. What will light me up? What excites me? Because I just want you to imagine yourself continuing to live and lead from that place, making decisions from a place of from from within, from your values, from what you're most passionate about, knowing that either one will succeed equally, which one would you be doing? That's a great way to combat against black and white thinking. So that's number two, you know, the black and white thinking is right, wrong, you know, and we, we, we put ourselves in neutral and just opening up the aperture a little bit and be like, you know what, if I could have exactly what I wanted, what would that look like? How might I take some steps towards that? Trap number three catastrophizing, catastrophizing. There's just this tendency as a business owner where we're constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop. If things are good in the business, we kind of chalk it up to being lucky, and it's just a matter of time until we're, we're going to be back to struggle, the struggle bus. Again, we can go back to the negativity bias. We're already aware that that's at play. But then there's just this catastrophizing, which really gives away our power because the second we start to think about taking a step out into the the land of uncertainty, right? Which is oftentimes what we do as entrepreneurs. We're always building towards something bigger. And naturally, when we do that, we don't know how to get there. We've never done it before. So there's natural fear and resistance that comes up. But resistance I don't know if there's ever going to be a podcast that I do, an episode I do, that I don't talk about resistance because it has kicked my butt my entire life until I started to realize what it was and how it was working and how it was keeping me from having more of what I desired in my life. This voice of resistance is always chirping in your ear. And this is, I think this is the root of all the catastrophizing type thinking, right? This idea of, well, if I shut this part of my business down and I start saying no to this type of customer, well, then I'm going to go, I'm going to run out of money. I'm going to run out of cash flow. And we start, what if the worst were to happen, right? We start thinking about what could happen, you know, like, what if the worst happened? Like, well, maybe you are working a, a job. Maybe you have a job health insurance, all of that, and you are and you also have the side business, and you're really thinking about stepping out full-time. Well, 
I mean, I won't have health insurance anymore. What, what would I do if, if, if someone got really sick? I mean, we would, oh, we, I don't know, you know, and, and naturally if you fall into that ca- catastrophizing thinking, that's resistance way of just keeping you right where you are in your comfort zone and not moving forward in your life. And so that's just a recipe for staying right where you're at. And so just be mindful of how you give away your power when you kind of create those what-if scenarios, those, those terrible scenarios that, yeah, they'd be terrible. But here's my question. How likely is that going to be that that occurs? What is the real possibility that that is actually what would occur? Because oftentimes, if we, if we set the, the, the catastrophic thinking to the side for just a moment, and actually listen to our heart and listen to, you know, you know what? If I followed this, if I followed this, this desire that I have in my heart, this passion, and I really played full out and I committed to it, all of a sudden you're like, you know what? There's almost no doubt in my mind that it will succeed. And there's actually more of a likelihood that you're going to succeed and have everything that you could imagine and more than likely it's going to blow your mind and you're going to have much more than you could even dream of. That's been my my experience as I work with clients and I and even guests that I've had on the podcast when you hear their story there is always this choice point of okay, well this is scary and resistance is telling me this is the wrong decision like this is this isn't a wise decision for me to leave my job or to give up that, you know, this type of client to go pursue the client I really want to work with, you know, whew, I, I'm I'm getting too big for my britches. I better just I better not get greedy. You know, the catastrophic thinking starts to show up because what are we, we're afraid of? Well, what if we what if we fail? What would that mean? And and that's just resistance way of keeping you right where you are. So that's the third way we give away our power is that catastrophic thinking. And again, I think it's just being aware of it and being well. How how likely is that? going to be and even even lean into the fear like well okay well let's say that did happen how would i respond to that well i would get a job or i would pick up some extra work or i would go ahead and turn back towards some of those old clients that i started saying no to and reconsider them like we're never out of the game and so s- stop thinking that you are going to make a wrong move this catastrophic thinking is just keeping you right where you are and if you want to stay right where you are and let that you know How's that going to work for you in your life and in your business? Because I think it's the root of why so many people are so frustrated is because they just allow themselves to be stuck. It's a choice. It is a choice. So number three, catastrophic thinking. Number four, taking things personal, especially when you're in a leadership scenario, when you start to build your team and or or when you have maybe a customer or a client that gives you some negative feedback or somebody doesn't respond, somebody responds to you in a way that makes you feel like maybe you're not good enough as a leader, or maybe your product's not good enough, or maybe you're, who are you kidding? What are you doing? Maybe, maybe you've just been lucky up to this point and you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Here's the thing. Let people own their own story that they tell because we all we're storytellers. We walk around telling ourselves a story, you know, some of these same things, negativity bias, the black and white thinking, the catastrophic thinking, 
we all have a story that we choose that's going to drive our attention. You are where your attention is. And so just like we talked about earlier, like if your focus is on the things you don't want and on the bad, you're just inviting that in your life. But you know, what we got to realize is those around us also have their own stories and we can't be responsible for their story. They get to choose how they see the situation. They can choose to give away their power and not take responsibility. And by no means is that ever your responsibility that they're not taking ownership. So taking things personally is just, it just puts undue burden on you. And it, it's a way of giving away your power because here's the truth of the matter. You cannot control other people. You can't control your team and how they think and feel. You just can't. It's a choice. It, you get to make the choice. So do they. And you need to allow them to make their own choices. And that's not your responsibility. And so, yeah, you can influence. You, you can't control, but you can influence how people feel and think. But that's a different topic for a different podcast. What I'm really wanting to highlight on is, is when you see somebody else struggling or getting angry or upset, I'm, rec- I'm, I'm encouraging you to not put the blame on yourself. Don't take that personally. Let that person be responsible for their own story, just like you're responsible for the one you tell yourself. That's number four, taking things personal. Now we're going to number five. <laughs> this one's good. Number five, shooting on yourself. Every time, I, I want you to write this down, remember it, Every time you should on yourself, you are giving away your power. Shooting on yourself. I mean, I this one is so d- predominant with so many people. I even catch myself doing it often. And it, it's like, whoa, 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 well, who says that I should do it that way? Because again, we're back to kind of this right, wrong, black, and white thinking. There's a right way and there's a wrong way. Therefore, I should be doing this. I should be doing more on social media. I should be... Um, going live every day. I should be, um, you know, blah, 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 whatever. That should question, the shooting on yourself, it's an interesting one because it's like there's another part of you telling you that you're not enough and that you need to, you should be, you know, you should be eating better. You should be working out. You should be. Well, here's the thing. It puts you at the effect. It puts you in a victim position like you're not good enough. And I would rather you not ask yourself, what do you think you should do? What if you went through your life? What if you went through your life asking yourself, you know, what do I really want to do here? Back to that question. What would serve me? What would really light me up? What what do I want? I think there's something powerful when we stop denying ourselves and we stop ignoring our unique greatness because I believe you, me, we have this unique greatness within us this calling, this inner calling, this inner genius, this zone of genius. You know, if you read The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, he talks about this zone of genius. It's, it's, it's what you love to do, you're great at, you're passionate about. It just lights you up. It's, it's effortless. If we can start to listen to that, our, that part of us more, everything starts to change because life no longer feels like one obligation after another. That's when you're shooting on yourself. That's exhausting. You're giving away your power. So how aware are you when when you catch yourself telling yourself that you should be doing this? 
when you end your day and you and you tell yourself, you know, I should have been doing this. I should I should be doing more over here. Like, what do you want to do? And what's getting in the way of that? That's probably a more powerful question because what does that do? That puts you back in power. You get to decide. There's no other, there's no outside force telling you what you should or shouldn't be. What do you desire? What if you could trust that? Trust your unique greatness and really let that out. That's, I get passionate about that one because the opposite of that is you playing small, you trying to stay safe. That's your ego. We all have an ego. Call it resistance, call it a gremlin, call it fear of failure. There's that inner critic. We'll just, it's your ego. It's there telling you, trying to keep you safe, keep you small. That's that part of you that's telling you you should be doing this, should be doing that. If you want to listen to that voice, fine. But I'm telling you right now, you're giving away your power and you're going to continue to play small and stay safe. And you're not going to create the business you desire to create. You're not going to, to realize your vision. And you're going to be, feel stuck. And you're going, to be, you're going to be frustrated. And you're going, to be, you're going to feel like life is a grind. Why? Because you're denying your unique greatness. You're denying that part of you that is begging to come out and play. So stop shooting on yourself. Probably said enough on that one. You get it. That's number five. Number six, blaming. Okay, this one, blaming. Leaders, business owners, when you start to have a team, this is a huge way we give away our power because whenever you're blaming somebody else or something else, the circumstance, you're giving away your power because until you put yourself back in responsibility, in ownership of the situation, you can't do anything about it. And every time you're blaming somebody else, you're in a way kind of being a victim. I'm going to say it. You're, you're, you're putting yourself at the effect of other people. And I, I just see you as powerful. And that's just not true. You're powerful, meaning you are responsible. You get to choose how you respond. You get to choose what you create next. And you're either creating more of what you want or more of what you don't want. But I, it's guaranteed that if you just blame other people, Blame the circumstance. You know, the last three years, some of us did quite well. Some of us really struggled through the pandemic that we were in, right? Well, that's something that we can blame. We, I've been with leadership teams. They literally just blame that. The whole, the room of seven people, every one of them is like, well, we'd be hitting our goals if it wasn't for this, if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for the shutdown, if it wasn't, right? Great. And it's worth acknowledging and validating. Like it's understandable that kind of feels that you're feeling the grind of having to deal with some of the the uncertainty. But as long as you keep telling yourself that story, you can't move forward. You just can't. So as long as you keep blaming other employees for why you can't leave for an entire week to be with your family, as, as long as you just keep blaming the business for why you can't have the quality of life that you want to have, yeah, well, that's it makes sense. You're giving away your power. So you're just you're inviting that that into your life. You're you're just gonna have more of that and you're gonna stay there in that suck zone, we'll call it, until you decide to take responsibility. Until you say, you know what? This isn't working for me. It's just not. This isn't what I want. 
I don't want a business that I feel like I'm at the effect of that's running me, that's taking me away from my family, from things that are deeply meaningful to me. And you're a leader. You're the leader of your business. And the thing about leadership, nobody else is coming. And so until you take responsibility, you are where you are and it will not change. You cannot move forward. So blaming situation, circumstance, and other people, you're giving away your power. That's number six. Number seven. Number seven, I hope you hear this one. This one is so subtle. It's it's kind of the silent killer of our dreams. It's rationalizing. Rationalizations. We give our power away when we make rationalizations about why things are the way they are. Here's why they're so sticky. Rationalizations make us feel better in the moment. Here's an example. Maybe you're succeeding in your business. You've exceeded what you thought was possible in your business. At one time, your business was just kind of this idea. It was a hobby in a way. Like it was something you did in in the early morning, late hours. And all you really wanted was to be able to do it full time, right? And make some decent money doing it. Well, here you are doing that, but you're you're feeling a little exhausted. You're feeling like the business is running you. And that that spark that you once had, that passion is kind of gone. You, you don't have that same energy for the business that you once had. And so here's when rationalizations start to come up. As soon as it starts to hurt and, and it becomes painful, because it is painful when we don't, when we feel like we have to be in the business 70 hours a week and we can't take time to be with our family, a two, three week vacation scares the living daylights out of us. That's painful. But instead of letting ourselves feel the pain, we create a rationalization around it. Another way of saying it is we create a story around the situation that makes the pain go away. Think of it like we pop some ibuprofen. That's all we're doing because we're making some of the symptoms go away. Like a rationalization might be, you know, yeah, but gosh, people are really struggling right now in the world and I'm lucky to have what I have. You know, and there was a time where all I dreamed of was just having a business and I have a business. So I need to just be happy with what I have. You know, and I have a lot to be grateful for. Sometimes the gratitude list. I'm a big fan of gratitude lists, but are you using your gratitude list just to make rationalizations for settling? Settling for why things are the way they are. If you're using rationalizations to make you make some of the, the self-doubt go away or some of the pain go away, you're just popping ibuprofen instead of fixing the root cause. And that's a great way to give away your power, is it not? Because here's the truth. Pain creates change. And until you allow yourselves to feel pain and really own that pain, you're never going to move forward. And so rationalizations, creating a story around why things are the way they are, this, this good enough story. Well, you know what? It's not really what I want, but it's good enough. I mean, I'm well ahead of where, where I thought I would be. I need to just be, it's good enough. Well, you know, if you're working with me, good enough isn't good enough. And there's this idea, a mentor of mine I learned so much from him. He, he told me this all the time. He's like, 
Be content, but never satisfied. There is a groundedness in being at peace and being grateful for what you have, but that does not mean that you can't dream bigger, that you can't lean in and start working towards a bigger vision. And that's the, the secret dream killer is rationalizations because the second you start to tell yourself a story of, well, it's good enough. I, sh I just need to chill out and just relax. You know, we, we tend to rationalize away maybe even our team's mistakes. Well, they, they're going through a lot right now and I just need to, you know, and, and, and we, we rationalize away other people's mistakes. A question for you here to get you really thinking where you might be making some rationalizations is what are you tolerating in your life and your business? Because where there's something you're tolerating, there is a rationalization right there with it because you're coming up with a story that's allowing you to tolerate it instead of feeling the pain of what that's actually costing you and deciding to change it. And so rationalizations, it's a great way to give away your power to stay right where you are. So I threw a lot at you. I'm curious what you think of these episodes. I'm on Instagram and I would love to just DM me. What questions are coming up for you? What, what resonated with you? Because here's the thing. The reason I'm doing this podcast, the reason I do what I do is I want to draw you back to your own unique greatness. I am sick and tired of seeing people deny who they are and the, their power. The majority of people spend their lives giving their power away. Giving their power away to resistance, that inner critic in their head. Giving their power away to the, the media. Giving their power away to whatever the, the headline is saying about the economy, as if that is reality. You know, all of those are examples of giving your power away. And I just, I just can't accept it. Because if you look out throughout human history, there's been so many phenomenal people that have done great things in this world. And those people, I promise you, did not give away their power. And that's why I know that as soon as you take back your power and start to own who you are, start to own that dream that you have and actually commit to it and lean into it and tell that voice of resistance to take a seat, nothing's going to change. But the second you do, it's like magic starts to happen. Everything starts to change around you. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please hit me up on Instagram at Zach.Aaron, and I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, thanks for listening. All right, I want to take a moment to make an announcement. I want to let you know that I'm taking applications right now for the Create Purpose Mastermind, an intimate mastermind group for aspiring seven-figure creative female business owners who are looking to build their dream team. So if that's you, go to createpurpose.net forward slash mastermind. Here's what it's going to look like if you decide to spend a year with me and this intimate mastermind. You know, when I was putting this together, I really was thinking about what are the outcomes that I want you to get as a result of spending a year in this group. Number one is I want you to discover your unique greatness. Because when you surround yourself with people who see you for who you are, and are able to draw you back to your own greatness, so much can change. Number two, I wanna help you master your inner game. 
Because everything in business starts with self-awareness of why things are the way they are. Because as soon as you become aware of that, you get to decide and make a choice to change it for the better. Number three, I want to see you lead with confidence. You know, because I fundamentally believe you already have everything you need. You don't need another guru to show you the way. And I want to see you build your dream team. And that's what you're ultimately going to be doing in this group is building a business around a team of people that no longer centers around you, the leader, but you now have a team where you now are able to free yourself up to be the true CEO and create a visionary of your business. Ultimately, to grow your business, make your business easier to manage, more profitable, and a lot more fun. So if you're an inspiring seven-figure creative female business owner who's wanting to build your dream team and grow your business, then please don't wait. There's only 12 seats available, so don't hesitate in getting your application in. What if this were to be your breakthrough year? And what if this mastermind is exactly what you need to really grow your business and bring your unique potential to life? To learn more, go to createpurpose.net forward slash mastermind. So there you have it. Hopefully you really enjoyed this podcast episode, and my hope is you found it really inspirational. And also, most importantly, I hope you took away some practical things that you can start to do and apply in your own life. So finally, I have one small favor to ask of you before you go. Wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Apple Music or Spotify, if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Love to hear your thoughts. Come find us on social media. Share it on social media. It just really helps us get the word out, helps us grow our audience. So please do that. Thanks to my team, Ashley Bolden, who handles all the admin, and Chris Skipper, who handles all the music and editing of this podcast. For more information on the Create Purpose podcast, you can go to www.createpurpose.net. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Zach.Arend. Please drop me a comment. Reach out drop me a DM. I'd love to hear from you and love to hear what you're taking away from these conversations. What would you like to hear more of? Do you have any guests that you would love to see come on the show? And I'm always looking for great people to talk to people with great stories that can inspire you. And so if you know of anybody, send them my way. Love to hear from you. I'm your host, Zach Aaron, and I'll see you in the next episode of the Create Purpose podcast. Bye for now.